Greetings, my friends. Welcome to Do the Hard Thing, episode 12. I'm Jason Archer, creator, freedom seeker, leader of self, full-time student, and part-time teacher of self-mastery. And today's theme is how to leverage Bitcoin for cash flow and mortgage payments. I know that's a huge claim, so turn up the volume, put down the distractions, and let's kick this off. Now, have you ever started down a path that you felt held a great deal of meaning for you? And then for whatever reason, you couldn't move toward the outcome you wanted to create. Whether it was a mental, physical, or spiritual target you sought didn't matter. There was some part of you who refused to move. This podcast is born out of that specific idea. Do the Hard Thing is an exploration in human movement. So, in the last two episodes of Do the Hard Thing, I talked about money, I think episode 10, and then spoke about responsibility, episode 11. And today I'm going to combine those two ideas into one method I'm using to generate cash flow from the cryptocurrency market using several services. Now I want to preface this by telling you up front that I'm not a financial advisor, nor am I recommending that you do this. I'm simply sharing with you what I'm personally doing and what my results are at this point. The cryptocurrency market is highly volatile, and I fully expect 95% of these also ran crypto coins that keep popping up seemingly daily to be gone in less than a few years, if that. I have lots of reasons to believe this to be the case, but in the interest of time, I'll simply give you the relevant information I can regarding the system I'm using so that you can investigate and do your own due diligence to decide if a cryptocurrency speculation is right for you. Notice I said speculation, not investment. There's a huge difference between these two ideas, primarily around how you can exit the trade or receive funds from the trade. But that'll be for another episode. Now, only you know your financial situation and this market, this crypto market is very risky. So I don't recommend this strategy because the nature of most people in the modern world is to operate from I'm not responsible. For more on that, just see episode 11. However, you are responsible for all you do, and if you invest in a highly volatile market and you lose your hat, shirt, and overcoat, as my grandfather would say, it is entirely your fault. You choose into the game. You choose to be subject to the rules of the game. Okay. That said, hopefully I have sufficiently repelled all the irresponsible, free shit mentality people who might be listening. I'm sure there is a Bernie Sanders podcast awaiting you out there on the interwebs. I wish you well, but this is not for you. For the rest of you guys, let's jump into this. Now, I have zero intention of claiming to be an expert on the underlying technologies that run any of the blockchains. Whether you're a fan of Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple, Dash, Monero, Litecoin, or any of the rest, based on their technical presence, is irrelevant to me and to this discussion. The reason being is I want to focus primarily and solely on cash flow. Lots of people that I speak to want to know how to be better off financially. However, few people want to do the hard thing and move themselves to understand how money works and how they can multiply their assets in a way that provides stability and freedom. And this is a good thing. You should want to be wealthy. You should not hate on people who have made or are making more money than, than you've seen in your lifetime. Making money is a skill, and unfortunately it's the one skill that's taxed for the purposes of giving the gains of one individual to another individual who is quote-unquote less fortunate. There are many skills that require energy and effort, 
as well as a great deal of failure to acquire which are not held into the same light. The smart girl in your chemistry class who gets straight A's has put in more reps than you at solving chemical formulas and understanding the basics of the Bohr model. Yet she's not forced to give you 30% of her points because you chose to drink beer and play quarters in your dorm room while porn was playing in the background on your laptop. That would be considered unfair. Yet we do this type of thing with money and don't even think twice about it. My business partner and I were recently at a lunch and we were talking. She told me that during a conversation with her mother, the idea came up that went along this line. She said her mother told her, well, you know, the rich just keep getting richer. And there is some truth to that. But the smart generally keep getting smarter. It just comes down to where you invest your time. If you learn about money, you may never be Warren Buffett, but you may just get a few rental properties and live a cash flow lifestyle where you own your days. Now that is my personal desire. That is what I want for my family and my wife and those around me. I want them to be free because they are good people and the more time that they have, the more time they can spend putting goodness into the world. So let's talk about cash flow. Cash is not king. Cash flow is king. And the more cash is flowing your way, the freer you are in this life. Cash flow buys you options. It allows you to be more of who you are. And today's strategy is all about creating cash flow using Bitcoin. So I'm going to introduce you to a couple of services to pull this off. I'm going to link to them. Feel free to use my links. I don't care if you do or don't. Again, I'm not recommending that you sign up with either of these services. Again, due to the responsibility disclaimer from above. But the two services I'm going to introduce you to are one, Coinbase, and two, BitConnect. And using the BitConnect platform, we're going to loan the cash value of our Bitcoin to BitConnect's trading robot, which uses the movement in the Bitcoin price to generate profit, which is then paid out, a portion of which is paid to you on average at the rate of 1% a day currently. Okay, so I'm going to slow down just a little bit here. I'm going to free flow with some of these ideas. So just bear with me because some of this stuff may need a little bit more explanation. So the first thing that you have to do to pull this strategy off and again, remember the purpose of this strategy is to generate cash flow. And I made a huge claim up top about generating enough cash flow to pay off my mortgage payment or your mortgage payment. So I'm going to just walk you through the steps and elaborate on each one, giving you very specific information. Okay. So here's how it works. The first thing that you have to do is purchase some Bitcoin. And we're not purchasing Bitcoin for the purpose of holding on to it with the hope that it goes up in price. Hope is not a strategy. It doesn't matter to me if Bitcoin goes to 25,000 or 250,000 or a million dollars. Okay, so the reason I'm telling you this is because there's no way to predict the direction that it's going to go. There are some people predicting that it can go to 25,000 in the next few years, but let's be realistic. Today, it's trading at $7,400 per coin at $25,000, that's a 300%, actually a 200% gain. So there's much more opportunity in cryptos if you're investing, I'm using that word loosely, it should be speculating. If you're speculating for gains, 
in other areas. So we're not buying Bitcoin to sit on it and hold and hope that it goes up in price. That is a sucker's bet. So the reason we're buying Bitcoin is because we need it for the next step in the chain. And probably the biggest, easiest company to work with is Coinbase. Coinbase has been around for a little while now. They are compliant with all the federal laws. Um, they pretty much want a blood sample before they'll do business with you. But once you've set up an account with them, you can link the account that you set up with them to your bank account. And using your bank account, you can transfer money to Coinbase and purchase Bitcoin or Ethereum or Litecoin. Those are the three that they currently operate with. So to buy the Bitcoin, set up your Coinbase account, link it to your bank account. It's going to take a few days to have that happen. Your first few trades are going to be limited. They're not going to let you buy a lot of Bitcoin at once. Again, you have to establish trust. And again, they want your firstborn um, to make sure that they're in compliance with all the federal laws. So once you've got that set up, you're going to purchase your Bitcoin. And your Bitcoin will then take a little while to arrive in your account. And once it arrives in your account, now you have this magic called cryptocurrency that you can share, spend, you can trade with anyone else who has a Bitcoin account or what's called a wallet in the world. So if I had two Bitcoin and I wanted to buy a car and someone was willing to take two Bitcoin for my car and they happen to have a, a Bitcoin wallet, I could simply transfer my two Bitcoin, roughly $15,000, they would receive it and then we could do the transaction that way. Simple as that. Okay, so Bitcoin, again, it's just an imaginary uh, set. It's just an imagin imaginary currency that exists as zeros and ones in the interwebs across a series of computers which verify transactions. So Coinbase, set up your account, link it to your bank account. You then purchase Bitcoin. The next thing that you have to do is set up a BitConnect account. Okay, BitConnect is where the rubber's going to meet the road here in terms of what we're going to do for cash flow. BitConnect is another service similar to Bitcoin. However, you cannot directly purchase Bitcoin through BitConnect. Uh, BitCon BitConnect deals with their proprietary coin, which is called BitConnect coin, and they deal with Bitcoin. And those are the only two. So I'm buying through Coinbase and I'm transferring whatever Bitcoin I buy into my BitConnect account, my BitConnect wallet, if you will. Okay, so once I've transferred, sent the Bitcoin to my BitConnect account, I'm then going to convert my Bitcoin into BitConnect coin. Again, this is just their proprietary currency. There's a, a million of these things cropping up every minute, it seems. Um, and again, for me, I don't care how much a BitConnect coin is worth. I don't care how much a Bitcoin is worth. It doesn't matter to me because I'm only interested in the cash flow and I'm only staying in these uh, crypto coins long enough to get my loan established. So if I purchase Bitcoin at 7,400 and by the time I've converted it to cash, it's at 7450 or 7325, I really don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I'm going to make that money back or I'm going to either get a bonus when I convert back. Either way, it doesn't matter to me. Okay, I'm not investing or speculating on Bitcoin with the hopes that the price is going to go up. So I go from Coinbase, I send money from my bank account to Coinbase and purchase 
Bitcoin. I send my Bitcoin to my BitConnect account. I use BitConnect to then purchase BitConnect coin. I'm basically transferring or exchanging my Bitcoin for BitConnect coin. And at this point, I have the option to lend my BitConnect coin, or at least the cash value of it, to BitConnect's trading robot. Okay, so this idea of a trading robot, basically it's very scary to a lot of folks. If you've never experienced or dealt with stock markets or uh, trading markets of any kind, but what you need to understand is that the re one of the reasons the stock market is not for uh, the noobs and it's not for uh, most people is because the way that many of the larger companies are winning is they have uh, thousands of computers and algorithms running 24 hours a day which are looking for the slightest bit of opportunity to reap a reward so if they have a billion dollars that they're moving in, in a day from one transaction to the next and they can make half a percentage point using a computer algorithm or a robot if you will then they can literally turn that half a percentage point into 10 million dollars in that particular instant okay so trading robots are not something new it sounds scary and risky if you've not been exposed to the trading markets, but just understand it's been around for, for many, many years now, uh, ever since computers were introduced to Wall Street. So it's just a very fast way that they can move money and they don't have to rely on humans to make these decisions. The algorithms are doing it for them, um, usually much more efficiently and quickly. So again, Coinbase to BitConnect, BitConnect to BitConnect coin and now I'm going to lend my BitConnect coin to their robot. The robot's going to go out and it's going to basically make trades based on what's happening with the price of Bitcoin and the trading robot is basically getting paid on arbitrage so it may buy at one price sell at another price and whatever it makes on the difference would be its arbitrage or its profit for the day. That profit gets distributed obviously back to yourself since you provided the investment and also the company. So a portion of it's getting shared with you. And on average, it's coming out to about 1% a day. And just so that you can sort of fathom how ridiculous that is, like how ridiculously high that is, I mean, if you wanted to get 1% from a bank on your money, it would take years if you have a standard, you know, sort of passbook or savings account, it's literally going to take years. They're paying fractions of a percentage point on your cash, which is a total, a complete and total ripoff. So if you can earn on average a percent of your money back every single day, 30% a month, that's insane. It's incredibly high. And that's one of the reasons that I'm very skeptical about the platform because the returns are so high. This may well be a scam. I have no idea at this point. There's really no way of knowing. You know, again, a lot of this is happening on the interwebs and much of it is unverifiable. So that's basically the process. So to get into this, I'm just going to recap because I know I went off onto a couple tangents there. I'm setting up an account with Coinbase. I use Coinbase to link to my uh, currency account at a bank, right? My regular bank account. I use my bank account to purchase Bitcoin. So now I have Bitcoin sitting in my Coinbase wallet. I transfer the Bitcoin to myself, to my own account at BitConnect. Once that Bitcoin arrives in my BitConnect account, I convert it to BitConnect coin and I lend that to the robot. Okay.
So I'm just going to give you some of the numbers that have been accumulating for me and I'm reading these from my transaction ledger uh, live. So the most recent payout was for 0.97%. This is a 24-hour uh, payout, okay? 0 0.97, 0.87, 1.45%, 1.35%, 1.33%, 1.39%, 1.59%, 1.59%, 0.13%, 0.08%, 0.04%. I mean, it's just insane. 0.42%. So, you know, those are the most recent numbers from this past week. Uh, Bitcoin is obviously going crazy. There's been a lot of volatility in the market. So there's been quite a few days where there's almost a 2% payout in a 24-hour period. There have been days when uh, I, I rattled off one that was 0.13%. Um, there have been days when it's been closer to zero. And again, on average, it's about 1% a day. So these profits are paid back to you in your BitConnect account in cash. Now to get this cash back out, we're going to reverse the process of how we got into it. So I'm going to use the cash that I have in my BitConnect account and I'm going to buy BitConnect coin. Then I'm going to convert that back to Bitcoin. Then I'm going to send that back to my Coinbase account where I can then convert that to cash and send it to my bank account. Okay. So let's talk numbers and how this looks. Okay. So personally, I have about 7,000 in play at BitConnect. So at an average of 1% a day, and again, it varies, right? At this investment level, I receive or should receive somewhere in the neighborhood of around $70 a day on average. Now, $70 a day times 30 days is $2,100. Now for me, this will pay my mortgage and all my bills. And again, provided that this company is not regulated out of business or is a total scam, Either of these things can happen, which again is why I am not recommending that you do this. Disclaimer, 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 I'm not recommending that you do this, I'm just sharing with you what I am doing. But let's say you only have a thousand to put into this. At 1% on average per day, you're going to get back $10 a day, okay, roughly $10 a day. And this is going to be well more than you would ever receive from a bank. Uh, it'll be enough to cover your morning coffee, which you're currently paying out of the money that you earn, or a small lunch, and allow you to keep more of your earned cash in your pocket. Okay, Basically, someone else is footing the bill that's cash that you can free up to do something else with. This is where we get into multiplying assets and the acceleration of money, both of which I'll talk about in a future uh, broadcast. But uh, to just delve into this, my mentor once told me that the definition of financial freedom is owning assets which pay you. Okay, the definite, in fact, the definition of an asset is something that you own that pays you. A liability would be something that you pay. So for most people, their car is a liability. Their house is a liability. Yes, your house is a liability. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki talked about this at length and raised a lot of eyebrows when he told people that their house was not an asset. Now, the bank calls your house an asset because it is an asset on their books. They show a loan to you in the amount of whatever, $150,000, $200,000 that you owe them. You owe them that at interest. So the money that they gave you went out of their ledger and you secured that loan with property that the bank now technically owns. 
If you don't pay them, they take your property. And if you do pay them, you pay them back at interest. And over the course of two of 30 years, which is the traditional mortgage here in the U.S., you're going to pay for your house at least twice. Okay, so your house is an asset for the bank, not for you. It's costing you money. Now, if you own a rental property, that's a different story. So just consider that. All right. Now, again, if financial freedom is owning assets which pay you, then when you when you have assets enough that pay you enough to support your lifestyle, you're financially free. So if your monthly nut is $3,000 in mortgage, expenses, bills, insurances, whatever the case may be, then if you have enough assets paying you, then that means you no longer have to work for work to pay for those things, you're now financially free. Financial freedom is not a million dollars. It's not $10 million or 500,000. It's what sets you free from the daily grind, and that's how I think about it. Okay, so just to give you an example, uh, two rental properties that I own pay me about $700 a month in cash flow, and this is after all the bills are paid and before taxes. Okay, so that $700 covers my electric bill, my gas bill, water bill, car insurance, home insurance, and groceries, most of my groceries. Now, those two properties required an investment or debt of nearly $100,000. So a, a tremendous commitment for a much, much smaller return on investment than the strategy that I'm sharing with you. Now the strategy that I share with you requires 95% less money, in this case, for a 300% more cash flow, in my example using 7K. And so this is where you really have to do the hard thing. You have to gain control of your mind and all the fears it throws as roadblocks to your advancement. Now I personally started with $160 just to test the water, and I've slowly added more funds over time. And I won't add any more ever until this is completely paid out and I have my money back. And again, I do not recommend that you do this. This is just an example of what I am doing. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. But no matter which path you choose in terms of wealth, you have to base your decisions on results and move accordingly. My wish for you is that you're successful beyond all of your most extravagant dreams, especially if you're a good person. And money will only make you more of what you are. And even if you're a rich asshole who just loves to buy things and show off, great. I mean, the things that you buy and the services that you use, they keep people employed and their families provided for. And there is nothing wrong with that. So that's it for today, guys. Thanks for listening. And I hope you found value in this message. If you did, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google, preferably CastBox, a fantastic platform, or Stitcher. And share this with those you know need to hear it on social. I'll see you back here in the next episode. Until then, this is Jason Archer signing off. Now go do the hard thing, people. Take care.